Welcome to the Finance Cafe podcast, the business podcast for women entrepreneurs that breaks through the money taboo and explores what's behind the numbers. Join your hosts, Shannon Peston and Shauna Frederick every week as they dive into conversations about business and finance with women entrepreneurs and the experts that support them to answer all those questions you have about the numbers and maybe some you haven't even thought of yet. With their combined experience in business, finance, and accounting, Shannon and Shauna know that financial management is more than just understanding the numbers, but understanding how our unique lived experiences, knowledge, thoughts, and behaviors around money shape the financial decisions we make in our companies. Here on the Finance Cafe podcast, presented by Canada's Women Entrepreneurship Knowledge Hub, we're changing the way we talk about business and finance, empowering women entrepreneurs to see their business in a new light one conversation at a time. Well, hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Finance Cafe podcast. I'm so excited. Here we are in the Northern Hemisphere. The sun is shining. It's finally spring and hey, it's Mother's Day. So happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there and to our special guests that's joining us today, Melissa Houston. Happy Mother's Day, Melissa. Thanks, Shauna. Happy Mother's Day to you too. Yeah. So like I said, it's springtime in the Northern Hemisphere. The sun is finally shining here in Southern Alberta, where I am located. Birds are chirping. Mm -hmm. And what better way than to spend the next 30 minutes or so talking about managing our cash flow, right? That's right. But you know, just to add to that springtime fever, only a Canadian would understand the importance of spring coming, right? (laughs) You're so right. So as I mentioned, I have Melissa Houston on the show today, author, entrepreneur, a fellow CPA, and we're going to dive into Melissa's top five tips on managing your cash flow. But before we get into the conversation today, Melissa, why don't you share a little bit about who Melissa is with our listeners? Yeah. So as you said, my name is Melissa Houston. I'm a CPA. I have been practicing for over 20 years, and I am the founder of She Means Profit, where I am passionate about helping business owners understand how to create that profit in their business so that they can build wealth for themselves. I'm also the author of Cash Confident. I am a regular contributor at Forbes. And like you said, I'm a mom. I have two young adults now, which is crazy. My baby's going to be 20 soon. And uh, I have two dogs. Oh, that's fantastic. Two adult children. Where does time go, right? I don't know, because I look at them and I'm still like in awe that they've grown into these really good young adults. Well, kudos to their mom for uh, helping raise those. And their dad. And their dad. Okay, well, (laughs) from dad and credit. Come on, it's Mother's Day. (laughs) Melissa, I'm excited to have you on the show because as you mentioned, not only are you a CPA, you're an entrepreneur and an author, and we're going to get into your book towards the latter half of the show. But, you know, you and I both know that approximately 7,000 businesses go bankrupt every year in Canada alone. And this was pre-COVID. And we also know that 82% of small businesses that fail do so as a result of poor cash flow management. Yeah. There's an upside to this, right? As entrepreneurs, we have the tools to improve our cash flow management to avoid being in that statistic. And you are going to share your tips today. But before we get into that topic, Melissa, can you help our listeners understand what is cash flow management? 
Yeah, absolutely. First of all, I want to make a point of saying, okay, yes, 82% of businesses fail due to financial mismanagement, but it's so avoidable when you take the time to understand your business finances, right? And so many entrepreneurs, I mean, you start your business because you're so passionate about what it is that you're offering. Most people don't think about the back end of the business finances and stuff, right? It's got a bad reputation. We know that, eh, Shauna? As accountants, yes. Yes. (laughs) But it's so valuable because you want to make sure that you're building a profitable business that is going to be able to financially sustain you throughout the years to come. Now, cash flow is definitely one of those important steps in managing your business. And cash flow is essentially just being proactive and managing what's coming in and out of your business so that you never run out of cash. Because the minute you run out of cash, you're not able to meet your financial obligations and you risk the likelihood of the doors closing on your business. Yeah, I love that you've broken it down so simply. Cash flow management simply, okay, what sort of cash is coming into our business and mm-hmm. how much cash is going out of my business? So, what am I bringing in for sales? What am I spending on expenses? Because often as entrepreneurs, you said it, we get into business because we have a solution to a problem, we're passionate about something, and we know that financial literacy, accounting, bookkeeping, financial management, it is it hasn't been taught in our school systems and it is something that Shannon and I are very very passionate about trying to get that information out there. And I know you are doing I love that. It's helping to normalize the conversation. And that is why, you know, the number one reason why we started this podcast, let's normalize the conversation about money because many women entrepreneurs, we are not sitting around the table talking about money and and our business finances because Mm -hmm. our confidence might not be there. We Mm -hmm. haven't been able to have those conversations. So I love that you've brought that up that, okay, here we are. We know that we have a passion for our business, but we have the tools as entrepreneurs. And sometimes we just need to take that first step to say, okay, I need to know this. What's the first step? Exactly. And that first step can really feel overwhelming for business owners, right? You don't know what you don't know. And you feel like you're going to walk into a situation that you can't handle. I mean, 99% of the clients that come work with me are like, I don't know if I can do this. And I'm like, I totally believe you can. And within weeks, just, just weeks, they're like, their confidence has shifted and they're starting to feel that transformation. It's just having the guidance to break down the steps for you into manageable pieces that makes it so much easier to tackle. I love that. Okay. So we also know as accountants that many business owners will manage their cash flow by the balance in their bank account. Yes. I knew you would bring that up. (laughs) What is the risk of doing that, Melissa? It is so risky because what you have to do is understand what needs to be paid out and what's coming in and the timing of it, right? And another thing is many entrepreneurs look at their bank balance and they think that that's their profit and it's not their profit, right? So I've seen it before. I'm sure I'm going to see it again where there's a large balance in the bank and a business owner has decided I've got tons of money to spend. I'm going on vacation. And that is just such a bad move, right? Making sure that you are managing your money, being proactive, looking ahead for the next six to eight weeks, itemizing the dates that money's coming in and going out. And you keep that running track of balancing your cash, like in your bank account. Yeah. 
so that if you do fall short, you can come up with plan B to make sure that you're going to have cash to meet your financial obligations. I love that. In one of our classes at the Finance Cafe through our financial literacy program, we talk about cash flow forecasting. Because as an entrepreneur, wouldn't it be great if you could see 6, 8, 12 months into the future to say, oh, you know what, I'm going to have a potential cash shortage here, right? Yeah. Now, I, as you said, you can take proactive steps to say, okay, I need to delay this bill payment, or I need to, you know, seek out a line of credit, some of these other things. So I love that you brought that up. And so you mentioned we shouldn't only look at the balance in our bank account, but we need to look at the potential future incoming cash and outgoing cash. So what sort of in our financial statements? So if we were to look at our balance sheet and income statement, what sort of information that can that tell us about the cash that's coming in or needs to go out? Where would we look? Yeah. So if you want to know what's coming in for revenue, look at your income statement. You want to know what's coming in for accounts being paid. That's your your accounts receivable, which is on your balance sheet. The timing of it, right? Because it depends on if you're a point of sale business versus if you invoice, right? So if you're invoicing and you require the client to pay the invoice within 15 or 30 days, whatever terms you set, you need to keep that in mind for your cash flow. Now, if you're a point of sale and they pay immediately, well, chances are you're probably using Stripe or some other credit card processing thing where it can still take a few days to get into your bank account. So making sure that you're planning out all these little timing differences is really important to manage your cash flow as well, right? So if you have, you know, you've got a, a bill coming due and you can see it in your accounts payable on your balance sheet and you see that, you know, it's due in three days, but you're not expecting that big payment until five days, that's a great opportunity to manage your cash so that you don't fall short, right? You can either negotiate terms with your vendor saying, hey, can I pay you a couple of days late? Or you can pull out a line of credit or some other financing option, but you've got the power, you've got the control, right? When you don't have the control, that's what causes those sleepless nights and that stress and stuff like that, right? You know, you hear so many business owners stressing out about their cash balances, but when you manage your cash proactively, it really eases the financial anxiety of running out of cash. Again, Melissa, I love how you've simplified this, right? We have two main accounts on our balance sheet that we can look at. Our accounts receivable, the money that's coming into us, and our accounts payable, the amounts that we have to pay out, right? Those are two simple accounts that we can start to look at. Mm -hmm. The key with being able to look at those two account balances is that the entrepreneurs out there are using bookkeeping software. So your QuickBooks, yes. Zeros, Simply Accountings of the world. And yes. stay tuned later this month, we're going to have a conversation about the importance and really the importance of investing in bookkeeping software. But we're going to focus today on, on the cash flow tips. Can I just say one more thing about that bookkeeping? 100%. That you, you really want to invest in a good bookkeeper. I couldn't let that opportunity go by. You're so right. And what I'm finding with a lot of entrepreneurs, and I'm sure you've seen this as well, when you're first starting out, there's that fear, first of all, of I can't afford it, but also yeah. 
this notion of, okay, I just want to be able to do it all on my own. So it's finding that right balance I'm finding of, okay, so you have a good understanding of how things are going. You're you're using your bookkeeping software, but you're so right. Investing in somebody that can help you. So take it off of your plate in order to give you the financial statements, the balance sheet, the income statement on a regular basis so that you're looking at the numbers, not so worried about the data entry, the day-to-day of it. So excellent point. Love that, Melissa. Let's get straight into it. Melissa Houston's top five tips for managing cash flow. What do you have for us for tip number one, Melissa? Tip number one would be to create that forecast, right? You want to have a working spreadsheet or even your accounting software can do this depending on what what your accounting software that you use. But let's just stick to the basics of Excel just for those who don't have, you know, access to a better system. You want to plan out what your balance is. You start with what your balance is in your bank account and you plan out everything that's coming in and everything that's going out for the next six to eight weeks. That's called forecasting your cash flow. I love that. And again, it's even if I take this back to where we think about how we're running our own household. So at the beginning of the month, you get paid from your employer, you know that you have your mortgage or your rent payment, your vehicle payment, insurance, some food, all of these things, you know, this is all the money that's going out. And another thing that I'm sure you often hear as much as I do is, well, I'm not good at math, so I can't do this. Yes. This is what Excel is for. (laughs) No, (laughs) you do not need to be good at math. Two accountants right here, you do not need to be good at math. If you have a calculator and, and a piece of paper and a pen, or an Excel spreadsheet, preferably yeah. the Excel spreadsheet. But if you're a paper person and that's what works, do it, right? Better exactly. to do something do than nothing. Right? Yeah. So- and I love how you you related managing your, your cash flow in your business to managing your household, right? Because we all have a household to manage. And that concept makes it so much clearer. You know you've got an amount of money, a pot of money that has to last you for X amount of days. How are you going to spend it? All right. So tip number one, ensuring you have a process and that process is creating a cash flow forecast. What's coming into your bank versus what's going out of your bank over the next three, six, nine weeks, whatever, just a comfortable amount of time for you that you start with. And as you generate more comfort and confidence with it, you can start extending those week, those timeframes out so you can look towards, you know, a longer term. So love that first tip process. Just diving back to when you talked about cash flow management is the inflow and outflow of cash. So what's tip number two for us? Have a cash reserve. This is such an important point, right? Because for those times where you are running short on cash, it's nice to have a pot of cash reserve set aside to help you during the leaner times. So cash reserve can be anything like a line of credit, but I do caution people when they're using a line of credit because you have to have every intention of paying that credit back immediately because dipping into a line of credit costs money. Mm -hmm. Ideally, you would have a cash reserve that you've saved up. And you keep it in a high interest savings account or, you know, somewhere that where it's really accessible and you just don't use it unless you have an emergency such as a cash shortage. I love that. So a cash reserve. So on a weekly basis, we're setting aside, you know, $10, $50, 5% of our sales, whatever that is into a separate bank account that we're building this cash reserve. And 
I'm curious, how many times have you heard from your clients? Well, how much of a cash reserve should I have sitting in my savings account? What's your answer, Melissa? Absolutely. My answer is typically three to six months of operating expenses. However, just get started with saving your money, right? You're not going to be able to save or put aside three to six months right away. As you mentioned, take that $10 a week or keep increasing it as you go. As much profit as you can bring in, you can reinvest that into your cash reserve or balance it out with other, you know, investments you want to make in your business. I love that. And so you mentioned, you know, a portion of your operating expenses, whether that's one month, three months or six months. And to find out what your operating expenses are, how do our entrepreneurs out there find out what their operating expenses are? Where can they look? They can look on their income statement. Look at your income statement every month and see what your expenses are. Typically, they're recurring expenses. And when you have a good idea, like say, for example, I have $3,000 a month in expenses to to run my business. You know that's what you need to make plus extra to be able to turn a profit and pay your bills. Perfect. And those operating expenses, we like to refer to them as the keep the doors open lights on, right? Same as running a household. <laughs> I love that. Right? Like, so if we need to pay rent, utilities, some yeah. salaries, office expenses, those types of things. So we all need to pay those keep the doors open lights on our operating expenses. You can find those on your income statement and you should have a goal of saving up to a certain number of months that you have set aside so that if something happens in your business, you have that cash reserve like most. Melissa mentioned. Love that. That was tip number two. Okay. So tip number three, we're going to get into managing the sales side of your business because you talked about, you know, that cash flow management is the management of incoming and outgoing cash. So how can our listeners out there manage the sales side of their business? I'm a firm believer in knowing what your breakeven point is, right? So if you're not aware of what your sales breakeven point is, make sure you calculate that. And at minimum, that's what you need for what did you say? Lights on, doors open. Yeah. <laughs> that is what you need to keep your business going. But ideally, you're going to want to create profit. So, whatever your net profit margin is that you're targeting, and I'll use 30% as a common example, you want to calculate how much you need to be bringing in in revenue to ensure that not only are you breaking even, but you're bringing in that 30% net profit margin. Perfect. So knowing your break-even point. And Melissa, are you aware of a good calculator out there that our listeners can use? Uh, if not, we can provide one in the show notes. I am. I cannot remember the name of it. I think it's Visa that has it. I'm going to give you the link. Okay. So and we're going to share that in our show notes for our listeners. Yeah, they have a great um, break-even point spreadsheet to use. Fantastic. All right. That's excellent. So we'll share that in the show notes. So tip number three, knowing your break-even point. And what Melissa is saying there is you need to know as an entrepreneur, how many units, how many hours, how many widgets do you need to sell in order to cover your operating costs being to keep the doors open lights on? Because once you hit that break-even point, everything else is, as one of my clients likes to say, beans in your jeans. <laughs> you, can re- <laughs> you can reinvest. You Albertans are so fun. <laughs> You can reinvest that profit into your company, into your personal lifestyle goals, whatever that looks like for you. Okay. So Melissa, we have given the the first three tips. We're going to just take a quick commercial break where our listeners can hear a little bit more about our financial literacy program at the Finance Cafe. And we'll come back with the last two tips. So don't go anywhere. 
this episode is resonating with you and inspiring you to dive deeper into your own business financial journey, check out our online learning options on our website at thefinancecafe.ca to learn more about our transformational programming. Plus, we're giving our valued listeners an exclusive 10% savings when you use the code PODCAST10 at checkout. At The Finance Cafe, we want you to feel empowered by numbers and the stories that they create. That's why we've created a business financial learning platform that will help you see you and your business in a new light, one number and one story at a time. You started your business to make a difference. We did too. All right. Welcome back, everyone. Hopefully you'll take some time to check out the financial literacy program on the financecafe.ca. And Melissa, let's dive right back in with tip number four. Tip number four would be managing your expenses in terms of not over-ordering inventory or not overspending on things that you hadn't planned for. So one of the biggest cash drains is mindless spending in a business. I love that you bring that up because what I often see, and I'm sure you've seen it in your business as well, especially as revenues start to grow, expenses start to grow, right? The yeah. more we make, and it's human nature, right? It is human nature. The more we sometimes make, the more we can tend to spend. So it's ensuring, as Melissa said, this, okay, so let's have mindful spending. What are we spending our money on to ensure that we're tying it back to our goals, our budgets, and making sure that it's adding value to our business or to our personal goals. So I I absolutely love that. Have you ever done an expense audit with your clients? Absolutely. Tell our listeners, Melissa, what is an expense audit? An expense audit is a review of what's going on in your business and what you are paying monthly. And some of the stuff that I see that business owners aren't aware that they're still paying It just kills me sometimes. And I mean, this as absolutely no judgment, but it's amazing, you know, their reaction when we did the expense audit, they're like, I didn't even know that I I was paying this. I didn't know that I could have saved a thousand dollars a month if I just canceled all these subscriptions that I weren't, I wasn't using and, you know, just stuff like that. So expense audits have always been proven to be very valuable. It's an awful name and it sounds intimidating, but it's so beneficial. And it's often liberating because we all do it. We sign up for, you know, a 60 day free subscription, but we have to enter our credit card information and forget about it. And then it's, it's accumulating. And again, and those subscriptions, they can start to add up. I had one client that they had during COVID obviously downsized their office. We went in and did um, an expense audit about a year into COVID and they were still paying for eight phone numbers, eight phone lines that nobody was using. And and there's all the things going on as a business owner. So again, like Melissa said, there's no judgment, but these are easy steps that you can take either on, on your own as you're looking at your financial statements or with your bookkeeper, with your advisor, just to sit down and say, okay, where is the money going out? Because there's so much going on, we can often forget. What are we spending on subscriptions, on dues, on even telephones? So love that. All right. Tip number four was managing your expenses. So last and final tip, Melissa, what do you have for our listeners? Fifth tip is predatory loans. 
Now, this is a really important one that I want to talk about because I have a client who got themselves in a very difficult predicament by using these loans. So these typically are offered through PayPal and Stripe and stuff like that, where they're giving you an advance on balances that you haven't even earned yet, right? So okay. they're they're looking at your previous month's sales and they're saying, okay, looking at your history, we can advance you X amount of dollars. But the thing is, they don't tell you about the costs that are associated with that, right? So if they're advancing you $10,000, chances are you're going to end up paying back $15,000. And these loans can spiral out of control. So I highly caution business owners, as tempting as they are when you're in a cash crunch, they are not worth putting your business at jeopardy. I so appreciate that you bring that up because again, it's that understanding and that awareness. And Mm -hmm. often as entrepreneurs, we're going out and seeking financing when we need it most. So we know we're running into a cash crunch The last place we want to be when we're running into a cash crunch is with a predatory lender in a banker's office even because we're not in the best uh, space in our business. Mm -hmm. So we encourage, and I'm sure you encourage your business owners as well, when you first set up your business, when things are just starting, get a simple line of credit and get a credit card with a small balance, right? With a small available balance because you have something to fall back on. This isn't something that you're using on a day-to-day basis, but it does two things. Number one, it starts to set up business credit for your company, right? So it proves that as you're using it, paying it off, using it and paying it off. And when it comes time down the road, say you want to expand, you want to look at purchasing new equipment, or you need to purchase additional inventory, you have the availability and the relationship built up that you can seek out something with a financial institution, as opposed to, you know, even a payday lender or a money loan lender, where interest rates are huge. So that was something that Shannon and I, you know, Shannon was very adamant about setting that up when we first started the Finance Cafe, because it does, it starts to build that, that credit that rapport with your bank and that relationship. So I love that you brought that up, Melissa. That's so key. And and I love what you're saying because the other thing too is that when you go to a bank, when things are good, they are most likely to give you that credit line, right? If you're going when things are tight, you're in a cash crunch and they have a look at what's going on under the hood, chances are they're going to say no. So that's part of having a cash management plan, being proactive with your cash and ensuring that you've got these plan B's and C's set up before you need them. It's such a valuable point. Shannon will often say the last place you want to be when you need money is sitting in a banker's office. As a former banker, Shannon would know that, right? And it's not that the banker doesn't want to give you money. It's that the numbers simply aren't working out. So such a great tip. Now, are you okay if I give a bonus? 100%. This is probably one of the most important tips as well. And if you find that you are regularly short on cash, I want you to look at your pricing strategy. Have a look at that because if you are offering products and services that do not have a hefty profit margin, you're not going to be able to make a profit in your business after you've paid all the overhead that comes with a business as well, right? So ensuring that you have Profitable pricing in place is going to alleviate cash crunches. So high-level overview for our listeners, how do they determine what sort of profit they're earning on their product or service? 
They're going to have to do a gross margin analysis on each product because oftentimes when I work with entrepreneurs who are selling more than one product, they don't even know which one is the most profitable. So this, this is, you know, bleeding into the pricing strategy, um, you know, which could be an entirely separate podcast, but I just want to emphasize that if you are not pricing profitably, you're putting your business in jeopardy. Such an important tip. And I love that you've added that in. So Melissa, let's take a quick recap. So tip number one, ensure that you have a process in place to manage your cash flow. Tip number two, set up that cash reserve. It doesn't have to be that you need a cash reserve of six months tomorrow. Start with something. Automatically transfer $5, $10, whatever percentage that you want that you can into that savings account. Start small and it will grow in front of you. Tip number three, manage the sales side by determining what your break-even point is. Understanding how many products you need to sell, how many hours you need to work, all of those things, that break-even point, so key. And we will share that link to determining your break-even in our show notes. Tip number four, expenses. Managing and monitoring your expenses and looking at that expense audit, which we all love to do. Tip number five, looking at financing options, setting up some strategic financial options in the beginning with lines of credit or credit cards with your bank before you run into troubles and you have you end up with predatory financing. And the bonus tip, understand your pricing strategy. Are your products and services priced correctly so that you are earning the profit that you deserve so that you are meeting your goals and objectives in the company. Melissa, such great tips. Now, let's talk a little bit about, because you are releasing a book on Tuesday called Cash Confident, where I am sure there are many more tips for our listeners. So can you share a little bit about the book with our listeners? Yes, absolutely. So I have created a cash confident framework. It's a five-step model that shows business owners what they need to understand at a high level. I'm not teaching you how to be an accountant, not teaching you how to be a bookkeeper, but I'm teaching you how to manage your business finances like a business owner who is profitable. And the book is available on Amazon and in bookstores. So for Canadians, it's at Indigo. And for Americans, it's at Barnes and Noble and Target. And, you know, you're going to see it in all different places. And it's actually global as well. So I'm really excited. My first book, it's very exciting. That I love that. Congratulations on your book launch. And I know you will do so well. And our listeners can check that out. But more importantly, where can our listeners, where can our audience learn more about you, Melissa Houston? Absolutely. So I am the founder of She Means Profit, which is a blog and a podcast. So you can find me at shemeansprofit.com. And you can also find any information on the book and me as an author at melissahoustoncpa.com forward slash cash confident book is where you can find more information on the book. Melissa, we will put all of your contact information in our show notes. Melissa, is there anything that I haven't asked you that you would like to share with our listeners before we sign off today? Not necessarily asked me, but I just want to bring it home where it's like so important to be focusing on the profit in your business. You know, people like Shauna and the Finance Cafe and myself at She Means Profit, and there's a few others out there that are legit and good. And we really want to see you 
thrive, not just survive, but thrive financially. You have the ability as a business owner to create wealth for yourself through your business. So take advantage of that. Oh, I love that. And we talk a lot about reaching those goals that you've set for yourself because our goals are personal and we love to be able to support you and your business goals and your personal goals. So I think that's a great way to end today's show, Melissa. Thank you so much. And thank you to our listeners for tuning in. And we'll see you same time, same place next week. Have a great week and happy Mother's Day, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Finance Cafe podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please let us know by leaving a rating and review wherever you listen to your podcast. And to ensure you never miss a new episode, make sure you subscribe to the show. If you'd like to stay connected with us, you can find us on social at The Finance Cafe Official or on our website at thefinancecafe.ca. See you again next week for another episode of The Finance Cafe Podcast.